Like raising funds for charity, fighting for diversity, inclusion, dispelling myths and illusions, raising health awareness, tremendous conscious athletes, marathoners and triathletes, making a difference, combating ignorance. Mm. Behind the wheel, you know the deal. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox, Baby O D Rock D Livingstone. <laughs> Woo! And we're back. I hope you enjoyed your weekend. It's now Tuesday. Tell it like it is Tuesday. Yeah, we had that set up as like a, a thing. I think I did a couple of uh, I had a couple of guests on at one point. We did a sort of like a test to see how that would work out. You know, a play on words. Tell it like it is Tuesday. I don't know if they're going to make it stick or whatever, but today is that day. And um, yeah, you know what I should do? I should definitely put this on vibrate. This is a, um, a response from my man, um, Daddy Dark, out in uh, Dag. Shout out to Daddy Dark. Y'all don't know Daddy Dark. You should know who Daddy Dark is. Um, he is the founder of Run Them Crew in, uh, yeah, out there across the pond. You know, so yeah, I would love to have him on the show. Uh, he just responded, but let me let me turn this down so I don't get any more pings. Yes, I'd love to come on. You're a technology wizard. Let me know how you want to make it happen. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, so yeah, we want to get him on the on the show. We'll figure it out. You know, they've got plenty of technology out there to make that happen. So we'll definitely make that happen. Um Let's see, where do I want to start? What do I want to start with today? Uh, a topic that came up on uh, over the weekend. You know, for those of you, you, you know me, me and my sister. Uh, my sister is the um, founder and owner of Comfort, Comfort Zone. <clears throat> she is the founder and owner of Comfort Zone. I should probably get some water, man, you know, to, to cleanse my palate. <laughs> Yeah, she is the owner of Comfort Zone, and I keep saying it. I'm going to edit it out because I don't think I need to keep saying Comfort Zone. <laughs> and she's my sister, and I admire her drive, her um, commitment, her dedication. Uh, I remember getting a call from her. Um, we weren't always close growing up, so let me not make that seem like you know we were we were like two peds in a pod. We that was never that wasn't the case. I think we were what what started. Um, the relationship she um she had bandaged up my knee. I spoke about that in the previous episode, and when I went to St. John's Hospital, the doctor was like, "Yo, who did this?" And I was like, "My sister." You know, she was going to Clara Barton at the time and majoring in nursing, and yeah, so she tidied me right up. I think she did a bit better job of right, you know, putting the bandage on than the doctors did of actually stitching up the leg, but I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I just know it's a big scar on my leg. Thank God I'm still able to move around. Anyhow, yeah, so we were that, that started bringing us closer together, um, and then it kind of evolved from there. She started rapping, and, and it was cool. I remember we were at the Armory. We would go to these block parties. My sister was, you know, she was old Sangria Red, and they had Adidas, and um, they wanted color, and she sold. So she would make all of the, all of the garments, do the coordinating of the, the dance moves, you know. And each each Adidas doll had a pair of Adidas, and then she painted the Adidas. She had the outfits. Um, Fab Five Freddy was, you know, lived right around the corner from us. Um, you'd have these block parties, Grandmaster Sky, and you know, they and he was out there. I remember Freddie saying, Yo, rap is gonna be huge. And you know, I'm high, getting you know, just young, not knowing. He's like, Yeah, it's gonna be huge. And you know, I'm gonna be on the TV and da 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 da. And I'm like, Yeah, wow. You know, I was he was he was obviously a little older than me at the time. And so I, you know, I'm just okay, but I would get tapes from Grand Wizard Theodore you know, just some classic rap battles. Um, and he was in, you know, it was a downtown art scene. So it was like, okay. And then when you start to to see it all transpire and come to light, you're like, wow, on, this was happening. And you're in the middle of it happening and you don't realize what's going on. And so, you know, it was interesting to, 
you know, be at a block party. Well, the event is free, and so you know she'd perform at the block party. But then there was that they were at the Sumner Armory, and Grand Wizard Theodore had come down from the Bronx, and and they were in the building, and you know the, the crowd is outside, and I was able to get in because my sister was performing there, and you know Eleanor and Yvonne and Teresa and and Donna and those you know Robin and those were the Dita dolls. I was like, Dad, going wow. She's famous. Shit, I got in for free. And then the party didn't last too long because then somebody invariably would start shooting it up, and that's where Nas is. Um, they shooting came from. It would always happen. It was, you can count on it. It was like clockwork. Somebody, you just could never just enjoy the full party. But we weren't, like, always close. So, uh, you know, you grow up and we, we, we separate. You know, I got married, moved to Long Island. She was still living in uh, Brooklyn, and, and uh, then she had moved to New Jersey. And I had gotten a call from her one day. I was like, yo, could you um, help me move? You know, I got to, you know, kind of find some place to live. And um, she had moved in with us in in, um, in Long Island and was commuting. Her and her son, her and Mike, my nephew, had, uh, you know, moved in with us. And she was commuting from, was living in Brentwood at the time, from Brentwood to in the city where she was working. And did that for a while. And, you know, she got herself situated and was on her own, you know. And when I fell on hard times, I had given her a call and, you know, and then she returned the favor. You know, it wasn't like a favor, but, you know, just what just family does, you know. And they found me, found all my stuff, got it moved out of the place that I was staying in in Queens. And you kept going. So we have a, we have some history, have some, you know, some good memories and things, you know. And, and we talk. We talk. I talk more to her because I see I start my day, you know, I drive from. Wally World to Bridgeport, pick up the truck, get on the world, world, get on the road, you know, start driving. And then I end my day, I come back in and I see what's happening. You know, she's got any packages going out, I've taken them out during the day, what's going on. And usually we come in, we talk about politics, a little bit of everything. You know, this particular day when I came in, she had just gotten back from a show. And so I'm, you know, I'm curious as to see, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't caught up with her the Saturday because they had went out and I was down at Toast um, in the city. So in Brooklyn, shout out to Toast. Yeah, I got my apron, by the way. You know, I got my, I got my apron. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to put on my, my denim apron, you know, because I'm, I'm down with Toast now. If you hadn't checked out Toast in Brooklyn, go check them out, man. So... I, you know, we catch up on Sunday. I stop by. So we do this routine where we, not like a comedy skit routine, but a routine where you kind of find out, well, how it sales, what's going on, tell me about the event. So she's telling me about the event, what's, you know, who was there, how it happened. Um, and then, she, you know, we, 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 we actually, let me back up. We hadn't even started. We hadn't even talked about, like, the the event. We usually talk about numbers. We hadn't talked about, like, her sales, how she didn't sales. Um, we were just, you know, just kicking it and just talking about some other stuff. Um, and I was on my way out and I seen this plastic bag. Um, and I like, I opened it. It's not my bag. And I feel like I'm in there opening up stuff. And so I'm like, what is this? And it was a product by this, um, one of the vendors who, one of the, one of the panelists that was at this event. And so I'm like, okay, let me check it out. And so as I'm opening up the packages, I shot a video of it and I'm looking at it. I was like hyped up. This was just like, let me put the, I didn't even have, I didn't have the tripod. <laughs> That's the funny part about it. I didn't even have the, the tripod for the, the phone. I just put it down. I think she had her plate there. So with the bowl, you know, she had everything plated out and, and, and situated just so. So I took the soup bowl, turned the soup bowl upside down and, and, you know, just kind of Jimmy rigged, sort of like a tripod and shot the video right then in the moment because it was a female entrepreneur, uh, business owner who was uh, jaded tresses, who was um, who created these two products. So now I'm like, OK, I'm trying to lock up my hair. So I was interested in that because now I want to, you know, definitely would want to support your own um, and I, just the vibe. And so we're sitting down there and we're watching a couple of these um a couple of these YouTube videos then afterwards. And she's telling me about the product. So I recorded the video. If you haven't seen, you can go back and check it out. It's like a minute clip. I posted it on IG. And um, I'm like, wow, this is this is hot. Where is she located? Find out she's got a, she has a store in New Jersey. Um, and then she has one also in New York. And it's set up as professional. She does a professional. She does a tour where she goes around and she talks about, 
natural here. And you can tell when you're listening to someone, at least I can tell when, when I'm listening to someone, then what they're, they're really passionate about what they're, what they're involved with. I don't care if you, if this person is talking about shoelaces and the different types of shoelaces and the evolution of shoelaces and before they had shoelaces and, and how, if they're passionate about it and they're into it, you can just tell. They just know the ins and outs of it. It's just something about them. It just, it just vibrates. You can see it on their face. You can, they, they just, it's just natural. It's not fostered. It's not manufactured enthusiasm. It's just a part of it. They just love what they do. And so I'm watching these videos of her and seeing the product and it had a, a, a catchy tagline. I was like, yo, I like this. Yo, she turned her passion into profit. And so that's what I posted. Um, you know, my sister was like, yo, you know, she was, she was, you know, she was informed, you know, and I'm looking at her and she's looking at, you know, she didn't tell me anything. She didn't talk about negative about any of the other panelists. She just said this, you can tell we were just basically vibrating off of what I just said, as far as somebody's into what they do. And we go down different rabbit holes and you start thinking about like panelists and you think about, you know, you're at an event and, and, and you're listening to someone speak and what she, what she noticed about jaded tresses is afterwards she came around and, you know, she purchased things from each of the vendors that was there, which was cool. And so it was just about, I posted this and it was about this young lady who turned her passion into profit. And so, you know, I said she was most informed and, and that's what I posted. And it was the, that, that was, those were like three words. I think like 70 something words in the, in the text and somebody else got offended by that. And there was no need. And, and why did you do this? And, and you should delete your, you know, untag us from the post. And, and I'm like, Whoa, wait, wait, what, what, what happened? What, what is the, where is this coming from? This, this negative energy. That's not what, like, you know, <clears throat> my sister was like, yo, you should, um, yeah, this might cause a problem. I'm like, how would it cause a problem? And I'm thinking about it because I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to be empathetic. And I'm like, what, like, how would this, how would me complimenting another and, you know, another vendor, another person saying like they were the most informed, um, how would that be viewed as like an insult to someone else? And I just couldn't see the connection. And that's where it got me thinking about, like, you know, we're talking, and, you know, I'm going to read, I'm going to read it for you. You know, I'm going to read it for you. Then you can tell me, you know, call in, leave a comment, um, hit me up on IG or Facebook or whatever, and, and let me know if I'm off base here. Uh, the post said Comfort Zone was at the event. <clears throat> I'm not even going to say the person's event. Here Expo at the University of Bridgeport. And Jaded Tresses was one of the three women on the panel. Out of the three, Vaughn said Tamika was by far the most informed. As a lover of business, hustle, grind, and principles, I was intrigued. I had just washed, it, washed my locks and the night before, and I had gained a greater appreciation for what the professionals do. Tamika turned her hustle and passion into a business. She's currently on tour. Yvonne picked up around the way curl. And nothing but a leave-in. I thought they had catchy, um, I thought they had catchy taglines. So yeah, I was like, well, I was hyped. And after I said positive, I was like, yo, that might cause a problem. And I was like, why? Why would why why would that cause a problem? Um, it's like because somebody might take offense to it. I'm like the, the the caption, the post was about how this woman um, had turned her passion into a profit, and if somebody that's not negative. I'm highlighting the accomplishments of this woman. I'm not putting somebody else down. I'm just saying this person was by far the most informed. Um, as we were sitting down and she's looking through the, the uh, we had looked through a couple of clips and you know how you, you get on YouTube and then you, you click on one video next thing you know, you're in another video. And, and that's what, you know, as I was there before I was about to head out, 
um, that's what we were doing. We're sitting down watching the videos. Now I'm intrigued. I'm like, wow, she's passionate. You know, people want to see what she's doing. They want, they're coming to find out why she's the curl whisperer. I'm like, okay, this is you. Oh, I get it. I can see why. All right. She was, she's been in the game for 20 years. This is her area of expertise. This is something that she's passionate about. So that's what I'm about. This is what my show is about of highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within their community. So that's that's what I'm on. I'm not on some, you know, oh, you you put me down. So I was like, okay, all right. Well, I had gotten out. I'm pumping gas. I'm at the gas station. I'm like, okay, let me um, let me let me clarify my statement in case anybody get it twisted. So I said, when I say most informed and engaging, that's not to say the other panelists didn't have a lot to offer or add value. They obviously did. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been on the panel. Some, some people's message resonates more with a particular audience member, and that's why you have a variety of panelists in the first place. And, you know, that's it. I go about my day, and I'm, I'm good. You know, and I was telling we were we were talking early in the week. And I'm like, you know, we had this thing where we didn't have we didn't have we had both of our parents in the house. My mother was a, a homemaker. My father was a carpenter. Um, so we didn't have this. You know, you can do it. You can be whatever you want to be. You can go here. Don't worry. You know, you get knocked down. Get up. Keep going. You know, it wasn't that type of environment. And everyone's environment is different. I'm okay uh, with that. And so when that when I, you know when I think about having to uh, uh, attend, go to speech therapy, and you're thinking, well, why do I have to go to speech therapy? I have an accent. So that doesn't mean that I can't, that I'm not good enough. And so you have all these thoughts in your head about you you not being good enough growing up. And, and so you got to change the way you speak. And and I learned how to, you know, navigate. So when I'm on the block, you know, what up, man? What's going on, my nigga? What's, what the, what's good, man? How you feeling? You all right? You all right? You good? No, I'm good. I'm good. You know, everybody good. You know, you know the routine. You know how I go. And then when I'm in the office, it's good morning. What can I help you with? You know, can I get started for you today? You know, you, you can switch it up. How are you doing this morning? How can I help you? Thank you for coming in. I appreciate your service. Have a great day. You know, you, you, you learn how to navigate. You learn how to switch. You learn from an early age, like what blocks to, to walk down, what blocks were safe to walk down on and which ones weren't. And I learned, I noticed that my voice would change if, um, you know, if we're out and I'm talking to my boys on the block and then Miss Harris comes around. How you doing, Miss Harris? You need anything? Is everything all right? You good? Can I come by and um, you need me to do the weeds? You know, you sweep in front of the house. You know, whatever you need. And your voice would change. And so you start feeling as though you're not good enough and you, 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 that, that affects how you start to perceive and, and see yourself and, Oh man, should I do this thing? Is this gonna be a problem? What a and you know, you'd always have these these internal I was always aware of like the internal conversations going on in my head. Because I was the youngest. Like so I didn't get a say as to what I was gonna watch on TV. You know, everybody else, it was like a pecking order. So I'm at the bottom of the, you know, if nobody was home and whatever was on TV, then that's what we rocked out with. So it was like, you know, we were watching Mont, you know. Monty Python's Flying Circle, or we were watching Bond. And so whatever, you know, it was on. Or you Saturday morning, you're watching the cartoons. And, yeah, and it wasn't, you didn't get to pick. I didn't get to pick unless nobody else was there. And then it was like, okay, then I got to pick. But it, so you really, oh, man, why didn't I do this? Why don't I get a chance to pick? So you, you find yourself, you know, entertaining thoughts in your head. And it's like, okay. Whatever, so I'm aware of of these thoughts. I'm like, yo, but despite all of that, you you've got a you've got a, a vibe, you've got an excellent product, you know, and I support what what she does, you know, because I see the she being Yvonne, I support what she does because I see I see when I come in, uh, when we leave in the morning, drop off at the train station sometimes, you know, so I drop the packages off to FedEx. She goes and works her nine to five, comes home, and then she gets right down to it. And whether she's downstairs mixing up a batch of soap or she's mixing up product, uh, we're going to, to Costco to pick up sugar so she can make the sugar scrub or, or we're going to the supermarket to buy olive oil uh, because the olive oil is cheaper uh, when she picks it up locally than trying to, to source it. But some products come through the mail and then the FedEx 
with the, the cocoa butter and it's heavy, so you bring it in. So I see all of this. I see all the time. I see the work, the effort, the, the, the time that goes into producing the product, the labeling, putting the labels on and, and growing the business. And I've watched this, you know, so I use her soap not because, you know, yo, it's my sister. Like, if that shit wasn't good, I'm not putting it on my face. I don't care how much. I, yeah, I like you. I love you and all that. But I'm not putting that shit on my face. Yo, it stinks. Yo, it smells. It's not good. It's not... That's not a good look. I'm not using that. I like you and all, but I'm going to continue to use this brand because that's what it is. No, I use her soap because and her products because I like it. Like, I don't, I'm not going to rock out with somebody because, yo, you just, you cutting a check. No, that's part of the reason why I think I, you know, I, I kind of slowed down on doing reviews because, you know, if you give me your shoe and I'm looking at it and now I have to review it and because you gave it to me, you know, I'll state it up front, but I want to be able to, yo, if it sucks, it sucks. Yo, that shit was tough. It was hard. You know, it chafed up the back of my heel. You know, I would never buy another pair of these, you know, sneakers again. But you can't, you can't say that unless if you paid for it, then you, you, you probably could say whatever you want to say because it's your, your sneaker and you want to be able to give them honest reviews. So that's, that's part of the reason why I slowed down or whatever. Not that I had, yeah, there's some kicks. I'm like, nah, that's not, you know, that's not the one. But Everybody's got their preference. Everybody has their, their thing. So because I enjoy and because I have I respect the hustle and grind uh, of my sister, then I respect her opinion. Uh, because I see her go down like I, I'm trying to figure out this thing and and agonize and I want the so that the bath bomb is not. I mean, I got this compressor and for some reason I don't know. It must be the ingredient. It must be the recipe, but. I wanted to, I don't, nah, I don't, I'm not satisfied. I'm not going to, and she would agonize and, and, and get it till she get it to a point where she feels comfortable with this product and being able to put this product out on the market, out on display. So I see all of that. So I have a respect for that. It's never about, yo. And so I'm like, yo, you, you are, you are developing a brand. You are a brand. So I get passionate about stuff and, and then you like you cheering people on. So of course, if I chair for complete strangers, you you imagine what having me in in. So I guess I can be a little overbearing at times. I'm like, yo, you could, yo, you we could do videos. I you know I, I'm I'm gonna invest in getting a laptop and let's um let's let's record, let's do a show, let's you know you're you're an expert, let's you're a thought leader in your industry, let's do this. So I was amped up. I'm like, you know, we had these these thinking growing up that yo we not. We, you know, nobody said that you could do this thing. And, and even to this day, you know, like I, I locked out my hair now, like pops, I came home one day, high, I was fucked up, man. When I tell you, I said, <laughs> I, I twisted up my hair. It wasn't even dreadlocks. It was just like, yo, I stopped combing my hair for a minute. My pop, what you doing? Huh? Ain't doing that in here. Huh? And now it's like, yo, he's like 95 in Barbados. <clears throat> so I think it's safe to say that it's, it's all right for me to lock it out now because he's not going to be able to, you know, stop me at this point. You know, I think maybe last year he might have been able to take me out, but this year, yeah, I think, I think I'm, I think I'm in the clear. And so you have this thing saying, you know, yo, you, you, you even her, you know, our pops was like, yo, you sell soap. This is a business. It's like he couldn't comprehend. And, he, and it's what's maybe he's getting older in his age or whatever. But my pops was a hustler. My pops was an entrepreneur. He would he even after he retired from his full time job and moved back to Barbados, he was still making furniture. And then he was carry, taking the trade and making sure that it continued by bringing other people on and and showing them how to do the caning and stuff. And so that's where my that's where we get this 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 you know, desire to want to do something else and want to produce and want to create because it's just, it's, it becomes like, you know, it's genetically infused. It's just part of my character. It's just part of my nature. That's just part of who I am. So, yeah. So you want to create. I'm like, yo, you could do it. Let's do this video. Let's do this thing. So, like, anytime I have an opportunity to stick the camera in front of them, I'm like, go. Yeah. Talk about it. Yo, you, you, if you're passionate about something, it comes through your voice. And, you know, just because somebody else, uh, you know, doesn't uh, feel like, well, I'm like, whatever, I can't, I can't put my, it would be wrong for me to put my, you know, my, my, what you see in somebody else on them. Like you can't, like everybody's got to, they, they have their own lane. They know what they want to do. And, and so I fall back and say, no problem. But she said, yo, that might be a problem. And I was like, I don't get it. I don't understand how that would be a problem. Cause that would be like saying, you know, you have you have a couple of people on 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 a panel, you know. Even before I get to the panel stuff, let me let me back up. 
So I'm sitting at the gas station. I, pe- I pumped gas. I write the post. I go through my day, and <clears throat> I'm about to, uh, to head home. I get a phone call. She's like, I told you. You know, I told you it was going to be a problem. Da, 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 da. What's the name that I posted? And then you responded to the post. I'm like, huh? You know, so I got somebody in the car. You know, I'll call you back or whatever. You know, I'll turn off the uh, thing. I hang up, drop the person off, come by the house. Yeah, what's up? What's going on? And so we have this heated conversation. There's an excerpt from that. Well, not an excerpt from that. Just kind of like a follow-up to that, that conversation. <clears throat> It's okay. We dealt with that yesterday. Uh, I left your house. I'm sorry. I raised my voice in your house. Um, I left there last night. Couldn't even drive home right away. And I've reached out to her. Um, she's not interested in, in in what I have to say, which is cool. I don't care one way or the other. Uh, but if you're in business and you can't take someone giving somebody else a compliment, you're not going to be in business business very long. And what I'm upset by is the fact that you feel as though you could call someone and tell them to delete something. Like you, you're not having a conversation. You want to be able to just conversation is, is a two way street. It's not a one way. And when you go down the road and it's a, it's a two way street and you just want to go in one direction, then you have to make a U-turn at some point. You're going to have, she's going to have to double back and feel and deal with this issue. You, you, people are going to share feedback about your event. Now, if somebody says to me, yo, I have to have, they, they would, I would have to give feedback or listen to criticism, you know, customer calls, and, and you're feeling like you're trying to do something, now I've got to apologize on behalf of the company for something that an associate did. This is something that I said. You don't have to apologize to her for something that I said. You know, we can get so caught up in optics and what, what things are going to look like and how things are going to be perceived and what somebody's going to think less of me. You know, or you can just ask, like, how? I would use it as an opportunity, but, or not. Or you just continue just doing things the way that you've been doing. Why would she, why do you feel she was the most informed? What was it about her presentation? That's an opportunity. I would, you know, if I see a deficiency in myself, then, and, and somebody else is, is, is better at doing something that I'm doing, and I want to continue to improve, then there's skills and tactics. Some things can be learned. But if you feel as though, you know, I've already arrived and my, I'm, I'm this shit and nobody can tell me nothing and if somebody says something that I don't like, then I'm just going to block them and I'm going to move on and they negative and they hating on me. They, 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 they. That's not the case. Nobody hating on you. This was not about your event. It was not about her as an individual. It was about Jada Tresses. Is a brand individual behind the brand she's built trying to build that as a health and beauty events business um she's a brand and if you're a brand and you're looking to build it then you should actively look to get feedback from individuals when you can't receive objective feedback or you take someone sharing something as negative or judgment or whatever then you're cutting yourself off from a whole line of people because people become very adept at knowing, you know what, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to share any feedback because I don't want to offend this person. And therefore, they don't know, and they will continue then not to a slow growth because they're not getting the information to be able to change, to, to make the changes necessary to make a difference. So they'll continue plotting along, thinking everything is cool, when it's not because people, they figure out, She's the type of person that can't receive feedback, so I'm not going to share anything because I don't want to offend her, and then she'll just continue to do whatever, whatever. And then when she's front, confronted with it, it's like, oh, wow, shit, I didn't know. You didn't know because you didn't want to receive it. You didn't position yourself to be able to to, to, to solicit it, to make create an environment where people feel comfortable sharing. Then they go Fine. Ready to make a statement? I'll make a statement when I have something to tell them. It's a leadership moment, sir. I'm not running for re-election. I'm not running for fucking president. I left my Rudy Giuliani suit at home. You're being selfish. It'll take 30 seconds to reassure them. You know, because I get I get passionate about certain things, you know, and and 
this whole concept of, you know, you're not, you don't feel as though you could actually do this thing because of whatever preconceived notion or whatever you were brought up or, or just thinking, whatever it is you might be thinking, you know, you have an idea, you know, if I, if I share this, then somebody else is going, you know, might capitalize on it. And then because they're doing it, because I'm sharing it now, they're going to blow up and, and I'm going, no, that's like, yo, that's like a scarcity mentality. You know, you, you are the vision. You are the driving force behind an organization you know, when you see it in business, I've seen it with 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 Apple uh, before Steve Jobs was there. And then they, you know, they kind of, all right, you got to get out of here. And then the, the, the company sort of like teetered and then they brought him back and then it, you know, it changed the whole trajectory of the business. And now it's, you know, it's, it's not it's not the same. I still I'm still an Apple fan, but it's not Steve Jobs was the engine behind that. And along with some other folks, you know, he he. It, was he was he a dick? Yeah, yeah. It could be argued that he was a dick, but that's not the point. The point of this was like in terms of him being creative, the vibe, the the, the force behind the business, you know. And you think about it from another industry. You think about even rap music, where it's like, oh, oh, you creative hove. All right, then make another hove. And you can look at the two individuals or whatever the two people in the business, and you're saying, okay, this person is 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 here and they continue to go and thrive and they collaborate and and other people that they put on and develop and grow and so it's, everybody's got their own lane it doesn't mean that you know acknowledging someone else's success is a knock on you as an individual that doesn't mean that like i can compliment i was like i was upset because it doesn't mean that i can't give somebody a compliment this person had got upset because I gave somebody else a compliment. And and I start, I had this thing in my head. It was like, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Mm-mm. No more Mr. Nice Guy. I'm not going to be this nice, worried about. Nice Guy meaning like, you know, you hear the nice guys finish last. Not that I got to be, you know, a dick or you got to be, you know, <clears throat> overbearing or just unreasonable just not, that's not that's not my makeup but doesn't mean that you have to be soft you're empathetic and you're thinking about other people's things you can overthink stuff and what is this person going and what is this going I don't want to offend and I don't want to you know I want to make sure you know that's that's cool you're not gonna and I was like yo you would that is exhausting you know how exhausting that is you know how exhausting that is if you sit down and every time you get ready to post something or get ready to do something or step out an adventure or you're at work and you want to present an idea and yes, you have to, to think about, you know, someone else's point of view. You know, they say Gandhi would, would literally sit in his cell and, and think about what his captors were going through and what it felt like. And, and he would, you know, then get up and say, well, what does it feel like to be the viceroy and, and how does that, and then that's empathetic. I get it. Okay. You see things from other people's point of view, but every time you get ready to do something, you start thinking about what everybody else is going to think about it. Yeah, man, you'll be tired, man. You know, you just got to know what your intent is and just keep going. Somebody may not like it. That's okay. I don't do things to offend people. I I don't do things to upset people. So when I think about it, it was like, yo, you look at my page, like, why would you think like that's upsetting? And sure enough, I hadn't even read it. She's like, yo, you responded to... Her text. I'm like, no, I stopped at the gas station. It's like five hours ago. So this is what the person said. And, and I think about English. I remember this English teacher was like, but, but just wipes out anything that is, you know, per, per, that preceded it. You know, so uh, that's what but and however is just a but in a tuxedo. I'm like, OK, I don't know what you're talking about. I get it. Whatever. But this is this is like when was it said to me? I think that it must have been like the 80s, early 90s or whatever. So this is what the person said. Tamika is incredible, but why mention most informed? It's insulting. Nothing about our events experience should have warranted a review based on what feels like judgment through competition. Please remove us from your tag. And I'm like, huh? Like, what, 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 what? Where did this come from? And I couldn't get it. And my sister apologized. 
And I apologize for this. This is not my intention at all. I will have my brother remove it. And so when I started in my mind and I, and I, and I put a thought in there saying, you know, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Um, I'm, you know, I'm taking what I'm doing seriously. And even though you have a relationship with someone, and it can be a very close relationship, like I see myself as a media agency and I see myself as I want to be able to provide um, honest feedback, honest information. I, I don't want to, I don't want to compromise my, I don't want it to be a situation where, yo, somebody can pick up the phone and call you. If I'm off base, you know, by all means, check me. You know what I mean? If I'm, if you feel like I'm off base and you can pick up the phone and call me, yo, if I do something and I'm, I'm off, I apologize. I'll be the first one to reach out to you personally and say, yo, listen, I'm sorry. Um, that's not the case. I'm, that was not my intent or whatever. I remember taking a picture of a woman and um and it wasn't it was it wasn't malicious or whatever but somebody called me and Brenda B had called me and was like yo you you know I don't think that's consistent with your the brand messaging that you had um you know the message you're trying to put out there I don't think and she hit me in the inbox it was it was discreet and I was like you know what I respect that thank you all right, you know, let me, let me, and I think I deleted the post. I deleted it. I removed it. I was like, yo, that's not my thing. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a good look. So I'm like, okay, no problem. You know, I get it. I, I have no, I have no problem with, with, with apologizing. You know, I have no problem with sharing my emotions of how I feel about a particular thing. I have no problems with that. I know who I am. I'm secure in, in my manhood and who I am. I have no problems with that. But in this particular instance, I'm like, yo, this hate thing, this was not even a review of the event. It wasn't a review of the event. It was saying this Jada Tresses was the most informed. She was the most informed. And I clarified it to say that this person, it's not to say that the other panelists weren't informed. It's just to say this person was the most informed. That you got you you got the most from this particular individual because you might share similar characteristics. And it's like being at an event, right? And you think about, you're at an event. And so I was doing this exercise before I started recording this episode. I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I'm at this, you're at this event and you have, um, first I started off, I said, like, I'll have like three panelists. I use the example because it's the same example of this particular situation. They had three panels. So I get three panels and say, who am I going to go with? So I said, uh, let's see, let's say Seth Godin, um, Anthony Robbins and and um, uh, and Gary V, and I was like, mm, let's say E T. Okay, all right. So E T. And then then I was like, okay, let's do five. Then Biggs Burke. Okay, five. So I got five. And I was like, yo, I ain't I don't have any women. And so that's what kind of delayed me from looking and think and posting it at first. I was like, okay, um, I don't have any. And I started looking through my books here. And my library, and I realized I don't have that many female authors in terms of business books that I own. And so I pulled them out. The, the books I do own, you know, I got, I got a couple of books. You know what I mean? When I moved, I, I, there's certain things I brought about my, my shoes and my, my books. So, yeah, I got Jessica Abel, Out on the Wire. That's a recent um, purchase because it's about podcasting. And then I have this book, um, Stephanie... Is it Stephanie? Yeah, Stephanie Chandler from Entrepreneur to Infopreneur. And that was from years ago. And then the, the, these two sisters, um, the Walters uh, sisters, Dottie and, and Liddy, Speak and Grow Rich. I like the spinoff of the Think and Grow Rich, so I had got that. And then Blog Inc. from Joy Chu. And then um, I had a, someone in, in, in the ride, and it was like, yo, you should check out Breen Brown, Daring Greatly. So, yeah, I copped her book and then picked up her other one. I thought it was just me, but it isn't. And then a preview of that from years ago was you are a brand and, and mind your X's and your Y's. And I think the last book I got, and it's not a leadership book, was um, Tiffany Haddish, uh, The Last Black Unicorn. No, I don't have Michelle Obama's book yet. My sister's got it. When she's fit, no, I'll probably have to get my own book because I'm going to write in the margins or whatever and highlight, and I can't return it and give it back. So as I'm listening to these, that, that brought me down a different rabbit hole. So... Now I got my five speakers and I'm saying they're on the panelists. And if I'm at this event and I'm interested in social media marketing and I walk away from there and I say, yo, 
yo, I got the most from Gary V. Uh, you know, out of the five pounds that was there, I got the most from him in terms of, you know, how to how to, I should approach social media and and management. And yeah, I found his his portion of the as far as the panels, I found his portion was the most informative. Now, if the other panelists took offense to that, like I couldn't see them taking offense to that and saying, yo, why are you saying that? What you trying to do? What you trying to why is it got to be a competition? No, it's everybody you have. If, if if Anthony Robbins took offense to that, then that would be on Anthony. You know what I mean? That would be on them. That's not that's 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 the panelists who paid their money was at the event and they got because they came there looking for tips on whatever the 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 event was about and but they were specifically looking for for tips on social media and how to how to promote themselves and their business um, and their venture on social media. And he's like he's like the leading thought leader out of the the, the you know the four of the panelists that five panelists on the, there he was like the yeah so if somebody came and they was looking for like motivation they might find that from from ET you know somebody else might they might need to come back and keep going and reing up they might find Anthony Robbins more appealing or you know you want to find out about a purple cow and you you like the way Seth Godin move you know or you you're in the music industry and you say yo well, Biggs is he's built Rockefeller and so yeah so I find that interesting so it, it doesn't mean it doesn't take away from someone else's um success and to say that wow you I gave somebody a compliment and someone interpreted it as a knock against them. And now you're hating on me. Like you, 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 it's a competition. No, it's not a competition. It's a, it's you're in business. And so if somebody, if I want to be like a, a motivational speaker and you want to, you want to, you happen to be on a panel and the other people that may be at a different level, um, then you are, and that's what you're aspiring to be and aspiring to do, then you need to connect with them. Maybe see what you can learn from them, lean from them. You know, uh, I would find out, like, why would you say that she was, what was it about this per, this presenter that you found engaging? Then you might learn some things. You might have found, you might have learned, you might have discovered some things. It's not to say it's feedback. And it wasn't even feedback. The focus of the post was not about negativity. It was not about, it was not about oh the event. It was not about yeah y'all didn't have peanuts. It was not. It's like going to this half marathon, right? They had the marathon, half marathon in the city. They ran out of medals. They ran out of medals. People were stealing the medals or whatever happened. They ran out of medals. How you run out of medals? You know how many participants you got? It's not a knock. Yeah, if yo you ran out of medals, you ran out of you ran you ran out of Gatorade, you ran out of goo. You didn't have that's not a, that's 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 real talk. It's not your yeah you I paid my money for this event I got there and then you didn't have you ran you didn't have medals you didn't have medals you didn't have a medal so <laughs> I did all this running I did all this posting I'm preparing for this race I crossed the finish line and I ain't got no medal yeah I'm pissed now yeah I might post that you didn't I didn't have a medal how you run out of medals that's 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 not like I'm hating on the New York Road Runners Association. No, it's like you didn't have any medals. That was a that was a fail. Whatever happened, the company's got to take responsibility for it. You know, you got to take responsibility for it. Just like Tylenol. Tylenol had they had a they had a scare years ago. They um people had were, 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 they had you know tainted some of their drugs, and Tylenol came right out, took stuff off the shelf, you know, and it changed the whole tamper-proof uh, bottling. So that 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 problem, they took that problem and turned it into, you know, a solution that that changed the industry. That that was that was because they got out in front of it. Not this. I'm not talking about this this weak apology. Oh, you just you doing stuff, and you know, as a business, that yo, this is this is questionable. But now we we've learned that if we do this, then we will troll. The people in the audience, oh, uh, I'm offended. Oh, jeez, I shouldn't have did that. Oh, man. And then they come out with the lame apology to get people talking about it. And, I, oh, they hating on you and they don't like you. And Oh, it's feedback. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. You know, if you're running a business, you got to be able to take, you know, you're going to get criticism. Some some of it is might be warranted. Some of it may not be warranted. You know? But you can't now interpret that as, uh 
they don't like me. And you missed the whole essence of the post. The post was not about the event. I wasn't there. I don't give reviews on events. I'm not a review event person. No, if I go to if I go to a marathon, you know, yeah, a marathon or, or a triathlon, or I'm going to participate. I'm going to observe. I'm not going there to give a. You know, you ask me about it. Yeah, I might talk about it, but I'm not. I'm not giving reviews on events. I'd no sooner give a review on a bathroom, you know, because I think bathrooms are important. I might just start doing that, you know, going to different establishments and reviewing the bathrooms because bathrooms. Like, yo, you, I, used to, I used to have a cleaning company, so I find that interesting. It says something about, I think it says something about your establishment. It says something about the management there. It had a female uh, manager who would come, district manager. Um, actually, she was a regional manager, and that was her thing. She would come in and she would use the, use the restroom. And she felt like, yo, if the, man, if the restroom was dirty, then what else was awry in this place? And she felt like the employee, if the ma- if the restrooms were dirty, then that means that the management, the leadership in the building was not only were they, con- they weren't concerned about the associates, they weren't concerned about the customers either. They weren't concerned about themselves. So I used to go and I would clean the bathrooms like, yo, why are you doing that? Yo, you should get somebody else to do that. I'm like, yo, if I got to go to the bathroom, I want to make sure the bathroom is clean because I stay regular. I haven't eaten yet, but I know after I go and I get my cup of coffee and my bagel from D&D that within a couple of minutes, I'm, you know, between the drive from Wally World to Bridgeport, by the time I get to my sister's house, I'm going to have to use the restroom. Thank God I'm regular. That's a, I know. So I want to make sure if I got to use the restroom and I'm at work and I'm going to have to go, then I want to make sure it's clean. And there's nothing more ridiculous to me to have a sign up saying, Employees must wash their hands and then don't even have soap. How do you not have soap in the restroom and you got a big sign up saying just for compliance? You just got to sign up for compliance. You need the soap. You need the tools to actually do the job. A little hot water would work. You know what I mean? I was in five bucks. I'm like, yo, y'all don't even have hot water. How do you not have hot water? You don't have hot water because you've got hot water in there, but you have people who come in and there's, there's a gentleman that I see. Um, he, he, I think he he must live out of there or, you know, he, he must be homeless or a transient. I spoke to him a couple of times. I think it was an officer who would come by and she would talk to him and all. You know, he would come in, he would sit down in five bucks and then he would wash his hand. You know, then he'd have his bags and stuff with him at some point and he would go in and maybe wash up and freshen up. Um, but so now I'm in there and I'm going like, how do you not have hot water? You just don't have hot water. You turn the hot water off in that. In that in the bathrooms intentionally. That's like yo. That's that's what I that's what I think. So I would talk about bathrooms because I'm passionate about that. I might be upset. I go to the gas station and then they don't have the clip for the gas station. I'm pumping gas. Why you want me standing there holding my hand? Why don't you have? Did you remove the clip? Why would you remove the clip? That says that little thing to me says you don't really con- you're not really concerned about your customers. You're not trying to make it convenient. So I'm just gonna take my my gas top thing and, and stick that in there. Problem solved. But those are the kinds of things I would talk about. Like, I'm not going to talk about uh, an event, especially. I'm not, that's, I'm not, that's not my character. So I reached out to this person. Um, you know, it was like, yo, that's not, uh, that, that wasn't the intent. This, the, the focus of the post wasn't about you. It's not, I'm sorry. This was about highlighting the accomplishments of this woman. This was bigging her up. Yo, I, I like your drive. I like your hustle. I like what you're doing. That's what this post was about. And so it's, you, you may offend some people along the way, you, but just because someone is providing feedback or complimenting someone else, you cannot interpret that as a knock against you. It's not. It's not a knock against you. This hating thing is not. It's not. Like some of this stuff is like manufactured in your own head. You might be thinking somebody, somebody is wishing you ill or you got to have haters or you, you need the negative energy to 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 in order to function, like you don't need that negative energy in order to function. And it had gotten me so upset. Like I'm standing there and you listen to the clip. I'm ups- I was upset. Like I couldn't leave right away. I'm like, yo, this is just like crazy. This is our relationship. You know me. I'm your brother. I'm taking what I'm doing seriously. Like you can't call me. Like that's like, that's like Trump trying to call the news and saying, yo, pull that. It don't air that story. Like, no, it's getting aired. You better believe it's getting aired because it's, it's 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 critical. It's important. I believe in what I'm doing. Like this is like I'm not I'm not a I'm not just out here to, you know shooting from the hip. 
You know, I'm not out here just shooting from him. This is something that I'm passionate about, business, leadership, development. And I'm looking around. I'm like, yo, I've got, I, I could say, 10 books from female authors. So now, now I'm on a quest to find out. Like, yo, you know, you, you're thinking about, like, who's out there putting out information? And you wonder, like, why? Because you have, you have a certain thought, you know? But thank God somebody said to me, yo, yo you know, you want to you do something, buy a book on how to read a book. I thought that was funny. You know, like I, I got to read, the, but I got, I suppose <sighs> buying a book on how to read a book. Okay. How to read a book. And he also said, listen, get, you know, read two books and then formulate your own opinion. So I've always picked up material and said, I like this. I like this. I don't like that. I like this. I like this. I don't like that. And then you keep growing, but I'm not like just reading something and then spitting back out what they said. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that everybody's got haters. I don't even, the, the energy, it spreads and you need haters. I'm starting, when I started thinking about uh, researching this for preparing for this podcast, this episode, and you read some of the articles, like you need haters, you know, this is, you don't need haters. Like if you need negative, some people, if you need negative energy to, to keep you going, then some people will figure out, I'm not going to give you that energy. And then what? Then you don't have the gas to keep going. It's got to be like that will get you. But so far, that'll get you going like you might. I'm moving. I'm doing this before it was about making money. That's what Big says about making money. I was I was just do, we were just doing this to make money. But now it's about developing relationships, you know, relationships, relationships, not not money. Like you need hate to keep you going. You need that battery in your back. You need somebody standing on the sidelines saying you ain't doing this. No, anybody was. That's not my that's not my nature. And I'm like, yo, if you look at my page, you know me. You followed me for any any period of time. You don't come to my page. You don't come to my podcast. You don't see me, you know, shitting on somebody else. I don't need to be shitting on nobody in order for me to shine. Like, no. And I'm not I'm not afraid of saying, yo, this is this is what I believe in. This is what I believe in. This is where I draw the line. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm about. And so, yeah, everybody ain't got haters. You don't need haters. Don't spend your time thinking, worried about somebody else, what they might think. You might offend. You're going to, you, you, yeah, chances are you might offend somebody. It's okay. Don't worry about it. But I'm not going to go out intentionally trying to offend someone for the sake of gaining traction and gaining an audience or a following. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's just, that's not consistent with who I am as an individual. That's not a consistent with my, with my brand. That's not consistent with, with how I move. I don't have a problem supporting people. Never had a problem supporting people. You know? So this is it, yo. Everybody ain't got haters. If you do, you know, that's it. I'm not a politician. 